0: This is the St. Louis Podcast Network.
1: Breezing cold in ancient Antioch. So.
0: you the cold may say, "One breezing cold in ancient Antioch." So. all right.
1: Let me ask you your question, just out of curiosity. Sure. Do you uh, you ever watch those videos at some of the gas stations when you're pumping your gas? Like you know they have screens now that we
0: don't have a lot of those fancy gas stations over here, but I have before yeah. where they have like they have like like a like a two minute sports center. Yeah. Or whatever, like like a like a Oscar preview.
1: Yeah. Like I was sitting there while well, I actually was driving over here. And I actually just saw one at that new. Uh, is it a new Circle K right down the road? Kind of just a mile or so down the road. It is. Yeah, it is new. Okay, so that one has those nice yeah, that, screens yeah. and everything. It looks actually super nice. But uh, I was I was standing there watch, uh, pumping my gas, and I was just kind of in my own world. And I was like caught off guard when it was like, "Here's your sports update." I was like, oh my God. All, right, "All right, all right." I just wondered like, I think it maybe in my lifetime I've watched. I don't know. One of those? I think I saw one in Chicago. I, yeah. I don't ever see them. I guess they're not really that much around here.
0: I haven't seen a whole lot of them. No. Uh, kind of neat, though. Yeah? kind of.
1: It entertains you while you're standing there. I mean, is there anything more mundane than standing there waiting for your gas?
0: Do you really need to be entertained while you're pumping your gas, though?
1: God, I don't know, man. Sometimes like, I'll be. Do you, I don't know. Do you dread pumping gas like I dread pumping gas? No. I dread it. I what? don't know why. I, I don't know. I'm just bored. It's probably the ADHD. It's two minutes. It's a long two minutes for me. I'm not kidding, man. Like I will, I, it's a weird thing. I have always hated it. I'm not bothered by the weather portion of it. People are like, "Oh, it's so cold outside. I need to, you know, uh, not. Pump, I don't want to pump my gas. It's so cold outside. That doesn't bother me. It's just being bored, just in general. Like I'm just like oh, uh.
0: getting that instant gratification. I
1: guess that's what it is, man. I don't. I don't know. Like I was just. I was just thinking about that while I was driving over here because I stopped at that Circle K to get gas, and I was like. Sucks, but it's, then they had that video on, and I was like, right. "Let's well, well, now you're
0: now you're now you're all good while you pump gas." I now I you like know. it.
1: Like, I guess that's who they're trying to uh, entertain.
0: It's the St. Louis Happy Hour podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. You've uh, been listening to Alpina talk about pumping gas. He is uh, John Sander. I'm Andy Hanselman. Welcome. Thanks you very much for joining us. Played golf with a guy uh, with Bill Butler, one of our one of our loyal listeners to yes. the uh, to the podcast. I saw that, and he was. Uh, Raving about how much he was enjoying the program And uh, of course I thanked him uh, Profusely You can find us On the St. Louis Podcast Network That is stlpodcast.com You can find us on Facebook On the STL Happy Hour Facebook page On the STL Podcast Network Facebook page And also please subscribe, like, comment, whatever it is that you need to do on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play and Spotify and leave a review. Leave a review, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's goofy how all that works. You have to, it it like in the overall um, rankings of the iTunes. That's how they rank. Yeah, which I find they rank super the strange.
1: That's super strange. You
0: cannot log into the to the podcast portal on iTunes and see how many subscribers you have. Really? Yeah, I have no idea how many people subscribe. What's... All I have are the stats on my website, but it all ties back because it's all off that one there's a it's called an RSS feed. Okay. And that's we that's what you that's what you submit to iTunes and all the different guys.
1: Wow, so there's no way to know how many people are listening to it via iTunes or whatever or It I mean... breaks
0: it out a little bit for me. Okay. Uh but the numbers are always super low. Really? On the and I just I can't I, I
1: Shocked at how low they are. Yeah, and I don't think it's right. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll
0: find out as we go yeah. along here.
1: Yeah, I have no idea how that how that all works. I just knew that if I had heard that if you leave a review, yeah, that's how you get it. To actually even even go if you up. just
0: like leave like a, a five star review, okay, and don't type anything. Just oh, just click, hit the stars. Just hit the stars and okay. say, hey, it's good. Yeah, I like it. So. Do you have an iPhone? No, i have I'm all Android all the time. Are you really? Did you ever have an iPhone? Nope.
1: God, I go back and forth to people over this. I've only had an iPhone,
0: so I was when I was getting my first smartphone, maybe my first or second one. I was uh, at the Verizon store. I said, "Should I get an iPhone or an Android?" He goes, "Well, what are you based and what do you you use?" Right, and I said, well, "I'm mostly PC based." He goes, "You well, you should get an Android." Okay, okay, that makes sense. So that's just what I've always gone with. So,
1: what do you listen? How do you listen? Like to the show? Like, let's say you wanted to listen to it via the Android, how would you listen to it?
0: I have it on Spotify and Google Play.
1: Okay, so it's in the Google Play Store then? Yep. Okay. I wondered how that worked because it's so funny. If you are an Apple person, like I've been an Apple person for, Jesus, since 2007, if you have an Apple, you almost don't understand how other people's stuff works in the same way that people with Androids, for the most part, don't get how the iPhone works.
0: Yeah, if you go to, um, on your phone, most phones have what's called Play Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the app you need to get that you need to get into or if you don't have Spotify okay. and then you uh, go to this is very interesting I'm sure well no like my
1: mom like you know to give you like a perspective my mom has an iPhone but she was like how do I get to the podcast thing right and, and, and so I my that. mom was like
0: I wish I could listen to your stuff I'm yeah. like what are you talking about yeah so I had, I'm gonna put all the pod- I think
1: it's still so new to people man it like, is super new general. like podcast has never been hotter than it is right now like just in general but it's also so new to everyone that a lot of people don't know how to use it or find it.
0: So in the upper right-hand corner, there's a little uh, magnifying glass. You just type in STL Happy Hour, and what do you see right there, Boom, Alpina? That logo. That logo.
1: The red and the black.
0: And there's all Beautiful. of our episodes, and then I just, you just hit the subscribe button, you hit auto-download and subscribe, and you are good to go.
1: I just wondered how it worked with the Android, honestly. Is, I mean, and it, it's so funny, man. Like, I always assume that everybody has an iPhone, but they obviously don't. You know what I mean? Androids outnumber iPhones. I think three to one. I know, which is crazy to me because I always every time I look at somebody's phone, it seems like I see an iPhone. Yeah, but maybe it's just the circle of friends or whatever.
0: I mean, there's like there's all kinds of fun stuff to listen to. I mean, and if you if if you never want to if you never wanted to listen to the radio again, you don't have to. Are you familiar with Mel Rocka?
1: It's not. Wait, hold on. Was he like? Was he a comedian? He is a comedian,
0: but he does a lot of work now with CBS Sunday Morning, which is by far, I think, the best show on television.
1: He had, like, glasses? Yeah, it's this guy right here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So here's
0: a program called, it's called Mobituaries with Mo Rocca. Okay. Mo Rocca has always loved Obituaries with Mobituaries. He introduces listeners to the people who have long intrigued him from the 20th century's greatest entertainer to the civil rights pioneer who has completely forgotten to sitcom characters gone all too soon even if you know the names you've never known or you never understood why they matter until now so I got
1: to be honest as strange as that sounds it actually sounds like it'd be entertaining
0: he's incredibly so do you watch CBS Sunday morning ever
1: every once in a while I mean when i when I get up Sunday morning it's generally oh I,
0: I DVR it well uh, yeah. so I can watch it whatever I want because I'm not usually up at eight o'clock on but yeah. you have a. You I'm have a, up.
1: Yeah, I'm up with. We're up with the kids. Yeah. of course. But like a lot of times, that's Mickey Mouse Playhouse or whatever it's right. called.
0: Can't <laughs> really watch Jane Pauley. That's oh really not going to work out too. The well.
1: Mickey Mouse Hot Hot Diggity Dog song. Have you ever had the pleasure of hearing that? No. Well, if you ever get a chance, just Google uh, Mickey Mouse Hot Diggity Dog song. It'll uh, it'll blow your hair back. it's and th- it's a treat,
0: man. Well, luckily, you know, I have this Google machine here in front of us. We can. Oh,
1: uh, that is, that is the one. But I'll tell you what, the face she makes. And the smile that comes across. What's it called, it.
0: Mickey Mouse Hot Diggity Dog? Yeah. Oh, here's your Mickey yeah. Mouse Hot dog song. I mean, it's
1: like a it's like a minute and twenty seconds. but it is, crazy dude. It, and anyone who has kids, I think for the most part, knows this song. Oh my god. This is an hour of it. This this will be my daughter's favorite part of the podcast.
0: Hot dog. <laughs> uh, this is one hour of the song. This YouTube video is. Hot dog,
1: hot dog, hot dog. Now we got ears. It's time for cheers. That's
0: cute. It's something.
1: Dude, so my kid will literally just start like.
0: Just go batshit, huh? Yeah,
1: man. Like go crazy over it. And she loves it. She loves it. She will hear that. So that's always played at the end of the Mickey Mouse uh, episode. Okay. Like they solve a mystery or whatever. And this is so ridiculous. They solve a mystery, and then at the end of it, they do that dance and song, and yeah. it's, uh, it's like crack, man, for the... <laughs> and this is <laughs> this is the same song this that my this... dad gets excited to. And, and I get more. excited
0: about this song, too. This, of course... Loved it during the Super Bowl, and also for the past few weeks where, where they've been showing a, tra- yeah. a tradition unlike any other. Yeah. The, the Masters, Masters on CBS.
1: Would you? You know, uh, I know. You know, when people go back and listen to these things, it's obviously uh, they it can be months later, or days later, or whatever it is. But um, Super Bowl wise, just a quick thought on it. Um, did you? In one, did you enjoy the Super Bowl this year? Yeah.
0: You, you know, I, I guess I'm 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 in a, a, a different world or realm of other people because I didn't think that the play in New Orleans was pass interference, but obviously it was because they really? admitted that it was. Yeah. Because I thought the guy was far enough away that in in that he. he
1: didn't push off him. Okay,
0: I thought it was just you know that the, the ball was within reach. Yeah, and he was
1: he was knocking him away. I think the bigger thing was it was the helmet, to helmet,
0: and that. Like, and I, and I didn't see that part, yeah. and that's and that's the big part of it. Um, I did enjoy the Super Bowl. Okay, actually, I enjoyed. I didn't watch much of the first half. Okay, I was busy preparing food.
1: Yeah, I got. I, I was doing that too,
0: and so I just kind of had it on in the, in the background, just kind of peeking around. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, so but I pretty much paid pretty close attention to to the second half, and and I, I enjoyed who the second you, half. Who was
1: your rooting interest? Just like I mean, you know,
0: and and again, did the, you have uh, one? unpopular opinion? Yeah, I was. I mean, it's hard not to root for the blue and gold. Really? Yeah, really? I cannot vote. I cannot root for New England.
1: Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I've rooted for New England only for the the one reason that I can't stand. I cannot stand Stan Kroenke. Yeah. And, and again, teach their own. I got friends that are that love the Los Angeles thing or love the Rams just in general, and uh, I get hating New England. I've hated New England for a decade or two decades now, but i it was so weird cheering for them, man. It was so weird. it was a really surreal feeling to be watching Tom Brady and going yes when he would when he would do something or uh, i what it I was, was really weird I'll tell you what I
0: was cheering for mostly is that I believe i so i had I had a 0 on one side, on one set of squares okay. So I won twenty five dollars for for winning the first oh, quarter. Nice,
1: nice, that's awesome.
0: And then I think I had three zero on another one. So I wanted, wow, I wanted the Rams to score a touchdown. Yeah, for that, so yeah. I would have won a few more bucks.
1: Did you watch any of the commercials? i did what did you remember any of them i don't remember any of them
0: no now. i remember uh, i was talking uh, i remember a couple i thought a couple of the Mick ultra commercials were good like the l- little robot guy yeah i thought that was good yeah the nfl commercial was good the i loved the microsoft xbox commercial with the adaptive controller for kids who don't have yeah that's really hands. cool yeah and the way really that cool was, was done that little do. the little boy that was kind of the star of the commercial was super cute yeah i really enjoyed that um I thought, found it odd that Bud Light decided to name another beer in their commercials.
1: And go after the corn syrup industry. Yeah, and, and so odd. I'll
0: ask you the same question I'm going to ask everybody else. When you're drinking your beer, do you care if there's corn syrup in it? No. Yeah.
1: No. I, Most I, people don't. I, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not a, I am not don't really drink much beer, mostly just for the health. What's your poison there, fella? Uh, mine is Tequila. Oh, are you really? Yeah, I'm not like a. You invite the Mexicans in, huh? Yeah, I'm not like a tequila shot guy. I'm more of just like I like tequila, so I do tequila and Sprite with a couple of limes. That's what really I do. that's my drink, honestly. If not, if it's not that, I follow my father's lead, which has been his lead for my entire life, which is Bacardi and Coke. Yeah, that's just literally what. What did you? Uh, I was going to ask you because you're like the king of knowing this stuff. But okay, so you were busy in the first half. What were you cooking for the Super Bowl? Like oh. what's your Super Bowl uh, cuisine? So to speak. So
0: I was hungry when I went to the grocery store.
1: That's a mistake. I had played. I, had played so I,
0: I played golf Sunday morning. Where at? The Rock.
1: Oh, nice, nice
0: Normandy Golf Club on the Rock. Nice Road.
1: day Sunday, Jesus.
0: Beautiful, but it was like it had rained four inches the night before. Yep. It was soggy. Absol- I, I'm pretty. First of all, I shot a hundred. Which is not me. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm a mid '80s,
1: so,
0: low yeah. '90s kind of guy.
1: Well, i probably sh- knocking off the rust too. I mean, when was the no, last time you played? January fifth. Oh shit! So you did play recently. And I shot
0: in that, and I shot 90 that day okay. with a four, with a 40 on the back nine at Normandy. Wow. Hit the shot. I won't go into too much detail because no one really cares. It's like talking about your fantasy football team, <laughs> but it was kind of like in a little in a little low lying area. I had missed the fairway. To like, I tried to hood my uh, my three hybrid down on it, and I took such a chunk out of yeah. the of the golf course that I'm sure I buried that golf ball three feet into the ground. <laughs> I couldn't find it anywhere.
1: Burrowed that fucking ball down there?
0: I mean, it was just unbelievable. So, Brand new Pro V1, too, son of a bitch. Yeah. That's what I get for playing Pro V1s on a muddy day like that. Anyway, um,
1: so, so then, I don't... do so you I go don't, golfing, you're starving.
0: Yeah, but I only had a hot dog at the golf course that day. Okay. So I uh, I get to the uh, local grocery store here, and uh, so I, I get a bunch. So I watch this. Do you subscribe to follow Tasty on Facebook? No, what's that? It's like a they do like it's the quick recipes. They they okay. do the recipes like in high speed. Okay. And so what they they have these things. They they have all kinds of different rings you can make. And so what you do is you get a pack of or two packs of like um, crescent rolls. Okay. Lay them out flat. Mm-hmm. put the fat end in the middle. Okay. So the so the one I made, there was mozzarella, basil, salami, ham, prosciutto, provolone, salt Jeez. and pepper and pepperonis.
1: Cut it out. All inside a crescent roll? It's a bit, it's like a big ring. It's a big one. Okay, okay, okay. And okay.
0: so what you do is then you t- taking you fold up probably 20 of these crescent rolls. Okay. Up over it and you get end up with this whole pizza looking thing. Yeah. Outstanding! I bet was really good.
1: How long does that take you to make that?
0: I don't know, fifteen minutes, and then and then it, it bake for thirty minutes. That's not bad.
1: That's not no, because it, no. all, all the food is already prepped. So how many people did, did? Was it just you and the lady, or was it me and
0: uh, me and Kelly and then my stepdaughter Claire and her boyfriend? Corey. Okay, so four, so four people. Okay, okay. then we. Um, I just I, we had some veggies left over from uh from a couple things, so I got some sour cream and I have some ranch mix at home, so I sure. made some ranch dip in that. Then uh made some chili cheese dip, mm-hmm. and then I thought we were gonna need more food, so yeah. I made. So I've been wanting to make homemade pizzas too, because Mrs. Mrs. Hansel makes really good homemade pizzas. So we ate, but before we ate, we mixed up all the dough for the homemade pizzas. Okay, are so like shit, we have to make it right. So we put those together and I had each and everybody had a slice of pizza. We which we had uh, pepperoni sausage and mushroom on the pizza.
1: Man, I might have had the best uh, food in the Super Bowl. It was a pretty good spread. I had I got to say, say it, was, so. it was pretty good. I made my first uh, okay, so again we've talked about this before but I'm amateur cook, so right. um,
0: Did you follow the chopping onion directions?
1: I did. I did. I did. I I listened to him twice just to make sure I was doing it right. I made wings for the first time. But I, uh, did you fry I sm- them or did you bake? Them? I smoked. Them. Oh, so I was gonna. I was
0: thinking about doing that. So I have yeah. a smoker too.
1: Yeah. Never did it. I've only smoked two other things in my smoker before. Yeah, yeah. W- what have you smoked? Uh, ribs and pork loin. That's it. So
0: just go get a um, pork shoulder mm-hmm. from the store. They have yeah. them all the time. Stick that thing in there. Basically, it's basically an hour per pound. Okay. Is what at two fifty? Okay. So good, really. Oh, so good. Now, what they have. So, I got a smoker right before the the household smokers really took off and hit the market. So, mine's propane.
1: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, mine's electric. Mine's electric.
0: And it's so easy in the electric. In the the electric.
1: electric's beautiful, man. Like You just, uh, you
0: said it and forget it.
1: Yeah, I, I had no idea what I was doing. So, Lauren's brother, who's, who had used an electric smoker quite a few times, had come over and kind of just took me step by step what to do, which there's obviously not a ton of steps, but if you don't know what the hell you're doing, it's always...
0: You gotta soak the wood.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I actually did it in cranberry juice. The, oh, the really? Wood. Yeah, I took the apple smoked chips and put them in cranberry juice and then did the wings and I took a recipe... Um, Which had like six different spices in it Dry rubbed them Yep And then put them in there And wrapped them in foil Did all that Put them in there for like three hours man In foil? Yeah Did it steam them? Essentially that's what it did So here's what my mistake was Not knowing better I didn't know any better So I brought them out And I'm like Jesus They're like, like They still They looked steamed they look like steamed wings, they, but they were done. They were and done, like, but they but
0: the skin was probably all...
1: Yeah, so I was like, oh, man, I don't know what to do. So I literally uh, asked a buddy of mine, Marshall, who is a uh, a cook or a chef down in South County. I was like, what should I do? He goes, dude, let's just throw them on the grill. Yeah. So we threw them on the grill, and they, they tightened up, and they were... Dude, I, I'm not tooting my own horn because my buddy Mike uh, made ribs that were the best thing there. Yeah. But the wings were were second place the wings are second place I'll take second place on my first try I'll take it
0: one of the things I do is that I, I'll crank the heat up for about the for about the first half hour 45 minutes yeah let I think let that thing get really hot on the outside okay and then bring that heat back down
1: so then what, what what should I have done in terms of the wings like instead of wrapping them in foil just set them in there, them on, in there. on a foil thing obviously since it's a grill, Type of situation, or will I mean they're not going to fall through? I guess so. They would have yeah, been just, just fine right just there, sitting Just on right there on the grates. Yeah, mine's like mine looks like an oven. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So
0: you can just you can just set them all right there.
1: Huh? Yeah. Oh, I'm so used to. I guess because I'd wrapped the other two things. Yeah, I just kind of followed that lead. Or if
0: you're worried about them falling through, they have. um We have one of these on our oven. It's just a uh, like a round pizza thing. Yeah, and it just has real thin. Or real small little holes in it yeah. that way doesn't nothing's going to fall through it. Yeah. Throw that in there on it.
1: So that's why they came out like that. Yeah. Okay. I essentially yeah, yeah, steamed them. Yeah, cuz
0: you steamed them. <laughs> and then and then they also they And then I guess they I mean I don't know how they got any smoke either. They tasted smoky. Did they?
1: Yeah. I I have no idea. I have no idea. It was pure luck, I guess. I mean the grilling was the best oh, yeah. the best decision cuz I honestly was like I I know they were cooked enough cuz I had the meat thermometer and I was like I'm still not sure I want to serve these because I'm concerned that people are going to be like, "What the hell is wrong with these wings?" Yeah. So I learned, amateur. Yeah, you amateur. I'm
0: surprised you're an amateur, because I mean you're pretty, you're pretty tenured in the restaurant business, aren't yeah,
1: you? Yeah, man. Um and especially in bar food, right? Yeah, I mean, 15 years. I just, I never cooked, man. You just, I just, never, you
0: just always sling booze.
1: Wait, yeah. Honestly, talked and sling booze.
0: How much tangerine do you sell?
1: A mm, good amount, sometimes, honestly. I'm a, I'm a Tangerine tonic guy. That's my, that's my dad's second go-to. That's my go-to. He also does the, he starts out, so he normally starts out, if he's going to have a couple drinks, he'll start out with the, the uh, cherry vodka and red, sugar-free Red Bull, yeah. just to get a little kick, and then I'll switch to either the Bacardi or every once in a while the Tangerine. <laughs> I
0: love it when people say, man, I had a bunch of Jager bombs last night. That Red Bull gave me a terrible headache. No, it couldn't possibly have been, been, been the Jager. It couldn't the be the Jager
1: I'm telling you. I don't know man, there's some things I can't drink. Like I can't drink Eggermeister. I just can't. Not like I get ignorant or anything like that. It just it beats me up, man. Like Oh yeah. Uh whiskey. I I've tried drinking whiskey my entire life and I just it's not that I can't handle it, or maybe I can't. But my body the next day, dude, I'm just beat, man. I don't drink wine well. Do you get terrible hangovers from wine? It's, I
0: get bad hangovers. It depends on the wine. Okay. Uh red wine? Bad cheap red wine? Maybe. Yes good red wine no white wine never really yeah pinot grigio like i buy sam's has this uh liter and a half uh-huh. of pinot grigio for 750 okay and i love it i really? think it's awesome i think it's great wine it's great cooking wine it's great, great yeah. drinking wine
1: i just um, get the fucking worst hangover man honest yeah. to god it's like want to die like you want to die what kind of wine what kind of wines have you tried oh, it's not high-end stuff i'm not gonna lie yeah, be, I mean I mean it's like uh I can't even think of names of it because I don't drink it anymore. I haven't, you know, like I said I have my go-to's. Like mine honestly is just tequila. Like it's tequila. Yeah. I, that is we have we have one we found one Lauren and I found one that is uh a real favorite of mine. It's going to sound weird to you. It's like a coffee infused tequila. It's made by yeah. they it's one made by Avion and there's one made by Patron. Yeah, I've had, I've, had Patron had I've had the Patron do one. I've had the
0: Patron one. Do you like
1: it? I, I mean, do. you can't drink a ton of it because no. it's it's thick. But it is but Dude, I love it. Yeah, it's I real love good. it. I really do. And it's hard as it's hard as hell to find. It really is. Oh, really? Yeah, like I've uh it's at random random liquor stores if they have it in stock and then maybe like a Randall's wine and spirit. Yeah.
0: There's a there's a Fryer Tuck here right around the corner. Okay. And they have just about everything that you could think of.
1: Yeah. It's incredible. It's like, yeah.
0: it's like christmas walking in that place
1: yeah i just went into a total wine and more i think is what it's called there's one of those over in west county i was working it for coke yeah same uh, basic deal yeah it was the same thing i went in there and i'm like jesus christ there's so much how do you make a decision how do you how do you pick you know what i'm saying if i was in
0: if i was big into craft beers i would feel that way because that's how that they have like an aisle and a half well they have the aisle and then they also have the their walk-in cooler basically dedicated to craft beer do you do the craft beer thing a little bit. So every month, my wife and I go over to PW Pizza over on over, at, it's, it's in the same building as Vendesette. Okay. I know I throw, where that is. off okay. Shoto. Yep. Okay. Yep, yeah. And they do a beer dinner. So they'll bring in a craft brewer and they'll have the chef pair beer, pairs pizzas with the beer. Wow. Yeah, and so I've been exposed to all kinds of fun stuff.
1: Not to be like uh, intrusive, but how expensive is it to do like a thing like that? Is it bad? I mean, is it like it is? Is it okay?
0: It's like eighty five dollars.
1: Okay, yeah, it's a little kick.
0: Yeah, a little kick. And I you just want not to be
1: not to be like, hey, how much no, is it? I just figured like, ah, that
0: sounds like something I'd like to do. That's but, one of my know. biggest complaints about it. <laughs> yeah, is that it's it's expensive, and also you don't get a whole lot of food. Really? Yeah you yeah. you end up you end up with a salad. And like two pieces of pizza and beer and dessert,
1: hmm. eighty five bucks. Yeah,
0: for two people for eighty five bucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's like uh, that top. It's not quite eighty five. It's like topest like, like type, type of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I you just go. And, I never and, like to go anywhere and fucking have to take out a fucking second mortgage to pay uh, for my. The food. thing is,
0: the thing I like about it is you, I mean, you're paying for the experience too, and <laughs> it's kind of a neat deal. So I mean, if you think about it as in terms of you're, you're buying a memory, yeah. you know, buying that can, rather than rather buying things. Yeah. It's worth it.
1: Best meal you where's the best meal you've ever had in St. Louis or Illinois? Like for me it's not even a question. It's 11 11 Mississippi. Have you ever been there? Oh god, yeah. Love it. Love that place. Best meal I've ever had. It's a really good experience, meal experience. I can't really speak on the experience, but I remember just being like after leaving there I was like this is the best, best meal. I've ever god, had. I mean like just I mean I guess it depends what you're looking for too. You know if it's a pizza is it you know what I mean? Like, so
0: uh, there's a Sugos over here. In Sugo's? Edwardsville. There's also one over in Front Okay. It's a paguatoria. Okay. It's a pasta place. And what, their especially especially the night was um, veal with uh, mushroom and spinach risotto. Oh, wow.
1: It was stupid. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I, I thought was, it was great. I wasn't
0: buying. So that's <laughs> so Yeah. Saddle <laughs> that, up. That made it even better.
1: Yeah. Those are the best meals.
0: I love chemals.
1: I've never been there. I heard it's great, though.
0: Unbelievable. So good. I think this uh, this past week was their last week at Met Square. They're moving out to Westport Plaza.
1: I heard about that. I guess that's just uh they're moving out there because downtown is downtown, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I you know, they, I it's keep so hearing about the city county merger thing and I know, you know, it's all over the damn place. Channel 4 is actually like dedicated some like Chris Nagus to uh going to all these cities that have done this city county merger. And he went to, like, Louisville yesterday. Yeah. He was in Indianapolis the night before. Um, and he's, like, interviewing these people with this united government type of deal, or UNIGOV is what they call it in Indianapolis. But it's the city-county merger. I, I'm torn on it, man. Like, 50% of me says we need to do it because if anyone's being brutally honest with themselves, St. Louis has really fallen behind in terms of uh,
0: Something everything. has to change.
1: Absolutely, I just don't know if a merger or what they're at least proposing currently. Because like I've heard people ask the question of like, well, what happens with the school districts? Nothing. Nothing will change. Nothing. So, like, how how would that work though? Like, aren't they going to have pumping in money from the county and the city, and nothing's going to change? Like, you're still going to have city schools and county schools. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, because it's all separate still.
1: It's still separate, yeah. but it's just under the same umbrella. I guess is how they're trying to.
0: Those don't fall. So basically, what they're looking at are the 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 big things that they want to combine. they're they're trying to eliminate duplicate services offered by the city and the municipalities and the St. Louis County. For instance, there's a city assessor's office and a county assessor's office. Put them together. Put them together. There is. I'm, on,
1: I'm up. I'm up for that.
0: Yeah. There's all kinds of duplication where just there police, are police, fire. Fire is also not being touched because Fire's not being touched in most cases fire is not run by cities fire is a separate taxing district and they're usually called fire protection districts like you like in Chesterfield they have the monarch fire right. protection district yeah there's the Lime fire protection district and there's the ferguson florissant fire protection district right they're not they're their own governing bodies okay there's a great episode of um, last week tonight with John Oliver talking about all these different things that you get taxed on, yeah. without representation. Library districts, community college districts, yeah, fire districts, water districts, everything. If yeah. you ever take a look at your property tax bill, I
1: never want to. It's just, dude, it's
0: it, not as bad as you think because, like, you you know, like I think every year I think I pay like twelve dollars to the library.
1: Yeah. Would you the great you, library? Would you put tolls up? Would you believe in putting tolls in? Like, I'm I'm for tolls. It depends. It depends on the situation. Um, I'm for it because I feel like we could really use some money pumping into our area. I really do. I feel like there's just like a lack of any giddy-up, man. The problem
0: is, like, are you talking about putting tolls on bridges or putting tolls on highways? or What do you, where do think you, where on do you highways. want
1: to do? I would think on highways. And, it, and see, then the just like is, Illinois, you would have a pass. You would buy a pass. Oh, sure.
0: You know what I'm saying? And, the, and you don't think about it, and that's, and that's really the, the, the most part of it. I think, so the problem with the paid bridges that, they, that, they've always, that they've always had in St. Louis, so back in the day, and I remember this too very well, the Eads Bridge, mm-hmm. the King Bridge, the, and the McKinley Bridge, and the Chain of Rocks Bridge up north mm-hmm. were all toll bridges at okay. one point. The EVE stopped being a toll when it closed in the late 80s. Uh, when the when IDOT, the Illinois Department of Transportation, bought the King Bridge, mm-hmm. they took down the tolls there. Okay. And then when IDOT also acquired the uh, McKinley Bridge, which goes into Venice. It was operated by the city of Venice. Uh, I think it cost quarter or 50 cents to cross the bridge
1: right i'm not talking huge money i wouldn't no. want to hit people up for big money the problem
0: again it's a taxing district without representation and there was the level of corruptness would blow your mind of yeah. where this money was going
1: well that would be what my biggest concern is with anything like that is yeah dude that money better be getting pumped back into where it needs to go which is right. cleaning up our highways you know now in chicago
0: they told that you know there's the east west tollway there's and i i forget which uh which is 88 and then i think like 9094 going up to wisconsin is a yes. toll road yes um, and then there's some down and there's some down south i think the skyway is a is a uh, tollway yep and those were all originally designed the tolls were supposed to be for to pay off the bonds to that were designed to build those roads okay they've never gone away right i guess where does that money go I guess it's for maintaining or goes to schools or wherever well, and they say it goes. Well, that's just my
1: thing, man. Is, is if you're not reinvesting into the city or into the county in ju- any of those <sighs> areas, like don't don't you truly believe that if you looked at St. Louis 25 years ago and said this is where we would be at now, wouldn't you kind of be embarrassed compared to what everyone else has done? Fuck yeah. We
0: were about I mean, to, we were about to get an NFL team 25 years ago. Yeah.
1: I mean, I. am not shitting on our city. That's not at all what I'm trying to do. No, I'm but it needs help. To, it needs help. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not. And it I'm not help. saying the city-county merger is the answer. I'm just saying something. Much like well, actually, it's what you said. Something has to happen. Have you read Better
0: Together's uh, proposal?
1: I did last week, but okay. I, Now that we're talking about it now. No, and, and I don't want to speak out of school. You know.
0: No, no, you're fine. But um, so Ray Hartman, mm-hmm. founder of the of the RFT Riverfront Times here mm-hmm. in St. Louis is uh, now a columnist again for the Riverfront Times. And his first column back was better together. He's using magic numbers to force a merger. How stupid do they think we are? Really? So, And I agree with him because he's talking, because I was wondering this exact same thing. Uh, right now, about a million people live in St. Louis County, and roughly 300,000 people reside in the city. Simple arithmetic, 1 million plus 300,000 equals 1.3 million people. In November 2020, according to a new plan rolled out by the past month by the nonprofit Better Together, Missourians statewide would, would vote to force their merger, likely over the local screaming objections, into a new 1.3 million inhabitant juggernaut. Now... So far, so good. So far, so good. But now the problem is, is that they say that they are. Let me find this real quick. I had it put. I had it set up so that I could talk about it.
1: Yeah, the phony numbers. There has to be something. Well, and what it is is that it is. Well, the bigger problem I have is why they're letting people in, like Kansas City and other areas that are way outside the city county merger area. Why they're being allowed to vote on
0: it? I'll, I'll tell you why in a minute. I'm going to finish reading this though. Saint Louis's place among U.S. cities has slid steadily over the decades, from fourth in population in 1910 to 62nd in 2017, hmm. as reported in the uh, Post Dispatch. A merged city with a combined population of 1.3 million residents would be the 10th largest city in the country between Dallas and San Jose. Census figures show. I don't understand how that's possible, and ironically, neither does Ray Hartman. To those living in the so-called real world, Dallas is masquerading as the fourth largest metro area in America at 7.4 million people and booming per metropolitan statistical area, MSA data.
1: Okay. So they have 7 million people, and we're supposed to be right behind them? Even better, San Jose is a far behind part of a
0: similarly exploding dual metro area of 6.7 million. The St. Louis metro area at 2.8 million and stagnant, isn't customarily viewed as similar in size to those two. So when you take the, the 1.3 million people in St. Louis and St. Louis County, St. Charles County, Madison, St. Clair counties, I think, and I think Monroe County, okay. you come up with 2.8 million people living in, in St.
1: Louis Metro. So how the hell are we there then? Yeah, I don't know. What are they? I don't know. So you gotta wonder why they would come out and say that without. I I don't know if they're talking about
0: like the actual populations of if you're like to like draw a line around downtown Dallas and around downtown San Jose.
1: That has to be what they're doing. That has to be it. Which isn't
0: apples to apples. Which is fine. I don't care that we're. Right, the tenth largest it, we're, no we're, that
1: really has nothing to do with anything. It has nothing to do with it. Tourists aren't going to come here because they hear oh, they're the tenth that's not good no,
0: happen. but what's going to happen is that we're, it's going to get us off those stupid lists where we're the stupid list where we're the murder capital yes. of, of the country That
1: is huge. It's that's a big huge. deal. that's big for convention. And, and I'll be honest with you, I think we're going to fight the Ferguson effect for uh, all of our lifetime. I really do mm-hmm. like how do you how do you wipe it off? How do you, you wipe it off? You don't and not even saying that wiping it off is the correct way to handle it because it was a huge, it is a huge event. And it is, you know, however you look at it, the whole, the whole situation was is sad, the whole thing. But one, still, it's it's, black, it's black-eyed our city.
0: One of the big problems that they're talking about is it's just that is policing with the, with, the new, with the new Metro Police Department that would be formed between the consolidation of the 55 different municipalities, St. Louis County and St. Louis City.
1: So many municipalities.
0: It's oh my god! It's ridiculous. Isn't there
1: like ninety one or something?
0: Ninety one, and there's fifty five different cop state cop shops. That's crazy. And they all have their own little courts.
1: So they would be they would be comboed, essentially. All would be, all would be one. Some would be kind of. I mean, I don't know. if they would no, be no. There'd be
0: down to one. One police department.
1: And it would be run by a group. Uh, like it'd be, I know in Indianapolis, it'd be, it'd be run by the metro government. Okay. Which would be about, I know like in Indy, they said it was like one mayor and then like 25, you know. Uh, yes,
0: I think, doing, I think So what they're doing, they're doing a one mayor, four deputy mayors and a, you know, and a board. Yep.
1: God, I kind of like metro it, man. Board. I, I think it just cuts the bullshit. So people are complaining, well,
0: we're going to lose our neighborhood of police departments. You're not. You're not. Because they're still going to have districts mm-hmm. and they're probably going to be similar districts to what you have now. Right.
1: Just under one uniformed.
0: under one, under one uniform, and guess who the cops are going to be? These cops are going to lose their jobs mm-hmm. by being pushed out are going to need new jobs right well, guess who 's going to hire them right the metro department right they have to add
1: they 're at the end like i't so have I, I definitely don 't have, pro- pro- have a problem with that with the unification of that I, be, I just kind of wonder
0: there'll be better communication between between the neighborhoods like if there's a bad guy in Maplewood mm-hmm. and he's going back and forth to Ferguson those Ferguson those cops they're not separated anymore right
1: they're all together now they know now they know keep an eye out yeah they can
0: they can they can talk to each other
1: i kind of like it the more it, we're just it, talking about it it
0: makes sense on that kind of level okay the reason that it has to go to a state vi- to a statewide vote it is in the Missouri constitution that every municipality, mis- uh, i can't say the word municipality municipality has to have its own police department or contract those services out to another department like
1: um so that's why it has to be voted on like State Wildwood
0: or? has contracted their policing services out to uh St. Louis County. Okay. You'll see you'll yeah. see lots of St. Louis County and then you'll see city of whatever because these these towns have decided to they don't want to pay for it themselves anymore. Sure. They're just going to pay to have St. Louis County come out and be their cops.
1: Well, because aren't they already paying for St. Louis County taxes?
0: They are. Right. So why not? Why not? Why wouldn't you? Right. So you're, so you're paying. So But they're paying a fee to St. Louis County. Right. Whatever it is. Those salaries plus a markup, I'm sure.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. But honestly, I, would. I, I think that's the better. God, man. The more I think. Uh... So. I'm looking for the drawbacks. Like, I'm looking for the drawbacks. Like, I know there always is. There's a lining to everything, but I don't know what it is yet. I can't, because I think the unification's good, man. I think in general, it's the same reason I hate all the all the crap with the politics, man. We've talked about it before. Like, let's unify and get some shit done. Let's just get it done. Quit fucking around. Like, let's get it done. Start somewhere. Do
0: something. And you know what? And if it doesn't work, make changes to it. Well, it, can, it can be a, it can be a complete total living organism
1: Well I was like I was told you I was listening to uh, the Chris Negus report in Indianapolis the other day and he was talking to the guy who runs it up there and the the gentleman who was talking to him was going uh, Chris Negus goes well how's it been going He goes well we've had it for 50 years and he goes okay and he goes at first there was a lot of pushback a lot like vocal, People were not happy. They liked their municipalities. They wanted to stay that way.
0: Same way in Louisville. He
1: goes, and now you don't hear it anymore because it's what it is. It's what it is, and it's unified now. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it gets into real murky areas when you start to go like, well, if I live in Sunset Hills and I don't have a problem paying the taxes and I like my police force, I get that. I'm not saying, but I'm saying or believe that it's not good for the greater good. It's not good for the greater good. I don't think it is. That's why...
0: You're separating yourself. That's why all of these corporations have left St. Louis.
1: Yes. That's the biggest I, building in St. Louis is empty.
0: It's empty. It's the AT&T empty. building.
1: It's gone because they were taxing them so bad. Yep. The earning tax. The,
0: the 1% earnings tax.
1: I remember working for KMOV and getting taxes taken out because I worked in the city. Yeah. And I thought it was the craziest fucking thing now, BJC,
0: ever Now, if you, BJC, if you don't live in the city... BJC gives you that money back really they pay it for you oh that's nice, that's but nice they, of them. but they uh, they're printing money they're printing money pretty much <laughs> over there so I was going <laughs> to just finish talking about the statewide vote mm-hmm. <clears throat> so because it requires an amendment to the constitution of the state of Missouri mm-hmm. is why it has to go to a statewide vote after that then there's this board of freeholders
1: that hell is, is that? established
0: so what it is it's 19 members Nine from the county, nine from the city, appointed by the county executive and the mayor. Okay. Only uh, no more than five people from each party. So it is. So you. So you. Okay. Can, okay, okay. Okay. You so can't you, be
1: overly democratic or overly Republican. But you
0: can't appoint a majority.
1: You can or can't.
0: No, I'm sorry. No, yeah, you, you can. Okay. So yeah, because if there's nine. There's 19 people. You're going to f- And then there's one person who does not live in the city or county appointed by the governor. And then what will they be doing? They will be the ones who actually make the decisions on what on what they're going to do with bringing things back together.
1: Oh, so this is assuming everything goes through. It's voted through.
0: That's correct. So that's when if that, free, that if that th-
1: amendment passes the state. And that's in 2020?
0: It will be in 2020.
1: 2020. God, so it's coming up, man.
0: So, and then the because when they had this great divorce, mm-hmm. they, they put in ways to reverse it. Okay. So that's, so that's what this board of freeholders is. Okay. They'll have the meeting the second Monday after the election mm-hmm. of, these, of this board of freeholders, and they'll meet in St. Louis um, council chambers or uh, automatic chambers mm-hmm. and set their agenda and figure out what they want to do. And if they want to follow Better Together's plan, they can, or they can go out and make their own their plan. Own
1: thing. Wow, that's interesting, because people will be voting on what they believe they're...
0: People don't know what they're voting on. Right. People are very confused on this topic. Now, I've gone through, and I've read that PDF a couple of times now, because I'm a nerd.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, you you know more about... I mean, I read it last week, and I like I said, it was a week or so ago, but I mean, you have far more of a better understanding than I had from it. I mean, which thank Start God. Reading,
0: if, you, if you want to read it again, read it on starting about page thirty-five of that PDF. Mm-hmm. That's available on uh, pretty much everywhere now at yeah. this point. But if you just go to, go to better go to bettertogetherstl.com or dot org or just Google BetterTogetherSTL.
1: So, if you were betting on it right now, do you think it would pass in two thousand twenty? You don't think so? See, I think I think you're looking at. I, I'm looking at it from the like the other parts that nobody's talking about, from like Kansas it's, City and stuff. I feel like they just voted in. It's. I do know St. Louis in general is just too divided. Too
0: much, not in my backyard, man. Yeah, you know, back in the late in the late '80s, early '90s, separation
1: shit, man. It's what's holding us back, right? I like my little neighborhood. Well, and everybody's talking as if this is like a crazy or radical idea, but it's not. This is what most most major cities have been doing for a long time.
0: It is. We're we're one of the last few. Yeah, we make it us in Baltimore.
1: Oh, Baltimore fucking is the same Baltimore! Way. Well, you see which is also doing. which is
0: also a hot
1: mess. Yeah, exactly. hot mess. Funny how that works, right? I don't know, man. I, if it was me right now, from what I know, I, I would vote. I would. I personally would vote yes. I'm not asking you to say what your vote would be because you don't have to. But I, I would vote
0: yes on it too if I if I <clears> had the option to vote on it. I don't think it'll pass. So as I was saying back in the late '80s, early '90s, um, they wanted to extend I-170, the Interbelt. To mm-hmm. South County, down to two seventy, down that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pretty much run parallel to Lindbergh, like it does now through North County. Mm-hmm. Everybody through Webster and Kirkwood and Sunset Hills and all those little neighborhoods
1: voted it down.
0: They said, "No, we, we don't. I don't want that interstate in my backyard."
1: That's just a backwards way of thinking. In it's general,
0: whole backwards.
1: I mean, it's it's essentially we talked about it last week. Where if you don't adapt, you die. It's a like. Little- you know what I mean? You just Absolutely. In, in sports, and that's
0: why the city is dying.
1: In sports, in life, in politics, in in city government, everything. If you don't adapt to the changing culture and to everything else going on, and you just stay there like a stick in the mud, eventually, what will happen is you will just you'll waste
0: away. Dan Wetzel wrote a column this week, really dogging St. Louis with the Rams being in the Super Bowl. Really talking about how it's just a dead place. Dan McLaughlin replied to the post, saying, uh, re- re- replied to a tweet. Associated with the, with the article saying, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. There's $8 billion worth of, de- of development going on in downtown St. Louis. True. Which is great. That's awesome.
1: But we're still separated.
0: We're still separated, and it's not enough. Yeah. There's, because there's, while there's $8 billion going on here, there's probably $100 billion of development going on in Dallas and Houston.
1: Oh, I guarantee it. Well, man, Nashville alone. In Nashville. I mean, I was just there two years ago, and I remember just looking around and going, look at all the cranes. There's cranes building and shit that's, everywhere. And that's what
0: it is. It's the cranes.
1: It's signs of improvement. It's what it is. It's signs of things moving forward. You don't see that in St. Louis anymore. This
0: city's fascination with old buildings too blows my mind.
1: Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that. That's historic. Yeah, knock it down. Let's go building something new.
0: If it's historic, that's great. Save it. It is not historic because it's old.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I, I just don't get it, man. I do not. Uh, I really don't understand the the thought process. Now, I think it'll start to see a change as our as our age group starts to become the you know take over for the baby boomers.
0: What do your friends say about all this stuff?
1: They're split, man. Half of them say, "Not in my backyard." Now, those are my older friends. Okay. My ones that are a little bit older than me, and then the younger ones are, are more of the unification. I'm always more of the unification because I just honestly believe, like, especially when you're talking, especially when you're talking about the common good. If you're if you're separating, you're just not helping yourself. Like a perfect example would have been last night. Like, regardless of your politics, like, I feel like watching it as objectively as I could. I like did too. The way Donald Trump acted yesterday was the proper way for him to act. I think so, too. And I feel as it was the most... Was he
0: still a smug asshole? Yes. Sure. But but that's just him.
1: That's just him. And if you take away any thoughts about him personally, and you just like look at it from a objective standpoint, I felt that he handled it the proper way.
0: Did you check out any of the truth meters that were going going on with the speech? So after the speech was over, I checked it out. Yeah. He was telling the truth on just about everything. Yeah. There were a few things that were misleading... But that's just the way, right? Presidential speechwriters write stuff. If Absolutely. you if you if you look at the way some of the things Barack Obama said, or George W. Bush said, mm-hmm. or Bill Clinton said, I bet it was exactly the well, same. Well, and it's the same. If not, if not, maybe had less uh, less truce to it. Well,
1: it's the same reason Hollywood dolls up an ending of a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, it may be a, based on a true story, but at the end, you know, there isn't a shootout between the whatever you know what I mean like they add something to it so I think writers do the same thing. when the ladies
0: dressed in white stood up for something the president said and he goes you guys weren't supposed to do that thank you so much <laughs> I thought that was kind of neat
1: I still think it's I still think his personality if you just take away I, I think some of it is just such bravi- I think a lot of it is mostly bravado more than anything else and you know what I whatever honestly like I said hate him love him I don't really care um about that portion of it, all I care about is is the country moving in the right direction, which then gets into another topic it that, is well to me to me it is to me it is as well
0: I mean, and the numbers show that it is too
1: the, I think the divide is between <coughs> is a social divide, but I believe the social divide was just as bad ten years ago. I think it just has more of a platform it is, now it, it does i don't i don't I think it was just as bad ten years ago, like one of the things they said that he lied about
0: uh, he said that we've we've created. Five point four million new jobs since I took office. Well, they said that was a lie. Okay, they said the actual number is four point nine million. Okay, who gives a shit? Where's where, wherever his he's padding the number right? Some way from some statistic that he had access to, right? That was giving him an extra five hundred thousand jobs.
1: And you know, come on, what are we squabbling over there? You know what
0: I mean? Right, like oh, that was false. He lied. Right.
1: Okay. Like I said, I I don't think
0: you know what read it, and I, I and that was the New York Post doing that truth thing. It Wasn't even the Times or CNN. So I was you know.
1: A- no, I, I just I, I just think it's just there's more platforms now for people to be upset and to give them a voice and a microphone or a or a blog or whatever it is. And I think also people don't stop to just just fucking stop and think about it. You know, like. People just hear Trump and you either love him or you hate him. That's how it is for most people. And I think they let that involve everything that he does. They'll either just hate him or they love him. And it's like, maybe if you just step back and maybe just take a look at it objectively more than, you know, more than biased, you know.
0: After the election, and I'm going to try and get the quote right. There it was, and I forgot who said it, and so I wish I could attribute it. But the person said, The his supporters didn't take him seriously, but took what he said seriously. Mm -hmm. His detractors took him seriously, but not what he was saying seriously.
1: Right. That's actually.
0: Yeah. I thought it was one of the smartest things I'd heard
1: Yeah, to me. To me, regardless of uh, some of his business faults or, or downfalls, he's still a businessman. And if you break America down to its purest form, what is America? A business. That's it. That's what a I business. thought, too.
0: I, I thought that before. Don't he, get
1: me wrong. Shut the fuck up on Twitter, dude. Put the phone down. Just And I don't mean that disrespectfully to no, our no, president. No. I'm just saying in general, like anyone that is out there that is running a free world or any world, like if you're tweeting that much, shut her down. Just shut her down. I mean, that's just my opinion. I also understand it from the other side. I will say this. If you were him and you were getting just barraged, dude, I mean, just hit from every angle in terms of, like, the media, most media, excluding, like, a Fox News type of deal, if you were getting just killed 24-7, now, don't get me wrong, his Twitter does add to that why they get at him, but if you, even if you take that away, it's his only way to fire back. It really is. It really is. Like, imagine somebody being like, fuck Andy Hanselman. Like, every day they just said that, man. Or or they they put out stories that just quite weren't right. They weren't true. And you were like, dude, I got nowhere to go. Well, I have Twitter.
0: Let me ask you something. So he's been in office now for two years and a week. Mm. So about a year and a half ago then. Maybe a little bit more than a year and a half ago. Fake news. Right, and you hear this shit, and you're like, "Fake news! How the hell is CNN fake news? How are all these guys fake news?" And you start, but then you kind of look into it and start questioning. You're like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit! It is fake! News. It's fake news! <laughs> yeah. It's a very he's it, not just he's not just up there crazy talking.
1: No, they're full of shit. No, yeah, I know, I know.
0: So my question to you is, I, I guess by your reaction that you feel the exact same way that you probably thought. This guy's nuts calling these news outlets fake news.
1: I, th- I thought it was all exactly what I expected it to be, which was bravado. And, I mean, I'll be the first—I'll I'll say it here. I don't care. I voted for Donald Trump. Okay. And I voted for Donald Trump in the fact that I thought that they needed to shake up the White House. Whether that was what he was saying or whatever, I believed in it. I will also say I voted for Barack Obama. Right. Okay? So, to, when since I've been able to vote, I voted for Barack Obama twice, and then I voted for Donald Trump. So... Whatever that says about me, it says probably exactly what I've always said. I'm center. Like, I believed in what Barack Obama was saying in change, and I believe to a certain uh, extent he brought change to this country. Whether people want to take away from that that it's positive or negative, that's up to them. Uh, I choose to look at things in a positive light in the same way that I look at Donald Trump. For all the negativity that comes at him or from what some people might say from him, I tend to look at the positive things that have happened, like the jobs going up, um, the money coming into the country, money staying in the country. I don't honestly have a thought on the wall. I don't personally have a thought on that.
0: He talked about that last night.
1: I really don't have a thought on that. He's
0: down from the wall now. It's no longer a big wall. Yeah, it was like a see-through steel fence.
1: I, I just don't have a thought on it. I, I I get what people are saying that we're giving away jobs, um, to legal immigrants and things like that. And I I just that's just not I. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe either. I don't know enough about it. And I don't know what's
0: true and what's not true, because I feel like all that stuff is written towards his agenda. Um, even talking about how the the wall, there there are already existing walls in San Diego and mm-hmm. El Paso, Texas. Right. He says that El Paso, Texas used to be one of the most dangerous cities in the country, and now it's one of the safest because of the wall there.
1: I don't know if it's because of the wall, but that is true, because I almost moved to El Paso, Texas. Really?
0: And I, I never knew that El Paso was a, was, job a, was, a, was a bad place to live.
1: In I was told when I applied for the news job, uh, the news director said the area was not very good. Huh. That's all I remember. I, I vividly remember before I moved to Alpena that El Paso was a place I looked at. And I just remember the news director saying it like, are you sure that you want to live here? And I just remember being like, well, that's a strange fucking way to to ask me if I want to work there. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, again, you know, people could. So this saying, was
0: recently then. It was bad. And now it's uh, now it's better.
1: 2013. Yeah. 2013 and now it's better. I, it, again, if you're listening, if, if Trump's saying it, you know, and if you yeah. believe it, I don't know. I haven't looked at the numbers since that. I mean, I haven't even thought about El Paso, Texas, since 2013. To be yeah. honest with you, but I, I, d- is it because of the wall? Who's to say? Right. I it, it, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't either. The last time we were attacked, it was through a plane, right? And the, no wall stopping that. So no. I, I I don't know. I don't. I, you know, and I, and I know you and I,
0: 30,000 foot tall wall, (laughs) you know, all around New York.
1: Yeah. I, I, he is comical in the fact that (laughs) his just demeanor is comical, but I will say like in terms of what he has done positively, at least he's put some oomph into our country. He has. He absolutely has. At least he's kind of been like, you know what? Let's pull, let's pull, let's push our chest out and say we are American, you know, I'm not saying you got to be a dick to people that aren't American. I'm saying you should be proud to be an American. Though my, I'm proud to be an American.
0: Um, my stepdaughter's boyfriend is working down at U.S. Steel. Mm-hmm. In one of, on one of the new fired up furnaces that they did because yeah of the um, of the tariffs and things. Like, you know, not importing the the foreign steel. Yeah. Kid makes like 22 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. But he works like 70 hours a week. Damn. Making all this overtime, and then like he got like this, he because he worked a certain day or he's worked a certain amount of hours,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and worked a certain shift, he got a three thousand dollar bonus for Great. one for one day.
1: Congratulations, that's fucking awesome.
0: So all I know is that because of him, because of Trump, yeah, my my probable son in law mm-hmm. has this tremendous opportunity at his fingertips. Yeah. Now, how long is that going to be around? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Is yeah. it? I mean. Yeah, there used to be guys that worked at Granite City Steel for fifty years. Yeah, but that was before
1: this. Yeah.
0: So who knows how long it's gonna? How, who knows how long it's gonna last? Hopefully, it lasts a real long time. Yeah, because he's great at it. He loves it down there. He's having a great time.
1: I, I just I, I tend to again not look at the the negative. Like I told you, I love Saturday Night Live. We've talked about this before. I'm a huge yeah. fan of Saturday Night Live. What I can't stand is the constant barrage on the president. Not because he doesn't say stupid shit. He does say stupid shit. I will be the very first person yep. to say that. He is absolutely nowhere even in the ballpark of the decorum that someone like Barack Obama Not had. even close. He's not even near it. But to constantly go after the guy, I think they're doing... And, and we, I've heard someone else say this, so I'm not going to try to take their words, but uh former boss of mine, Tim McKernan, has said it best. The Democrats in general are kind of doing a huge disservice to their own party by how they're acting and reacting towards Donald Trump and Republicans, by acting like, if you're a Republican, you're a dumb hick, or if you're a Republican, you're a racist. They've really fucked that up by by acting like that. And that's not all Democrats. That's the problem, is not every Republican is a rich, hoity-toity person that believes that, you know, you shouldn't be this or that or whatever. And not every Democrat hates Every you know what I mean? It's it's such a divide in our country. Just going back to exactly what we were talking about before with the divide in St. Louis, where you're not in my fucking backyard, right? And it's the same thing with the politics. Like, I I I have people that like I can't even follow them on Facebook because they're one way or the other because they're they're and it's not because they're not my party, so to speak. It's because they if you're not their party, then fuck you. And it's like wow, man, like.
0: We can't agree, we can't agree to disagree and still be friends.
1: We've been friends for fifteen years, and because I don't believe in bashing the person who's running our country every day, that I'm a fucking asshole. Like, yeah. well, fuck me, then, man. Like, yeah. God bless it. Like,
0: I feel the exact same way. I
1: I I don't know. I, I don't get it. I really don't get the that, and I just believe it. In in the end, it really does do a huge disservice. Just like I believe that if St. Louis doesn't do something. To try to improve and just kind of sit stagnant, eventually you can't save it, i.e., Detroit. Like,
0: you. It's getting real close to that point. That's what I'm saying. I think it is. And I hate to say it because, I mean, because there's also so much great growth. The Cortex District, where there's Mm -hmm. thousands of people working now. Um, But like the project um, of uh, what's it called now? Um, Where they're taking the. uh, Foundry? The Foundry. City Foundry. Mm
1: -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool project, but why? I often have asked that question, because I had to ask you when, uh, when Matt was in here yeah, with why? us. I, I didn't really understand the whole under... Well, I don't I don't understand the Keener Plaza thing. Can we talk about that? Why? All the money that was given to Keener Plaza, an area that maybe has a few events a year. I mean, I went there for a wine thing one year, and it was cool, because uh, they have musical artists there, like Gavin DeGraw, and I sure. took Lauren down there for her birthday, and we had a great time. And I remember being like, wow, this looks great. But then I thought, how much fucking money did we spend on this? Why? Why and that's exactly we, right. I don't get it. And then like the arch. Like, I get that that's I like art. That.
0: And that needed to be done.
1: God, there was a lot of money though, man. It's a lot of fucking money. It was half
0: a billion dollars.
1: It's a lot of money for a city that I...
0: I, I it needed to be done. It well, really... I mean, I, of, of all of the stupid projects that the city does...
1: Oh, Absolutely. Compared it, to other other projects like the one I just mentioned, Keener Plaza, yeah, yeah. give the money to the arch. At least it it brings yeah. shit in.
0: It brings shit in, and it looks nice, and you no longer have you, you no longer have downtown divided from the arch by an interstate. You can walk right across it. When's
1: the NGA going? That's got to be going in soon, doesn't it?
0: There's problems there.
1: I bet there are. Of course, of course, there is. It's There's, because of what we're talking about. It's exactly why. Because we have thirty seven people voting on it, you yep. know, and everybody wants their pocket, you know, filled first and their ordinance yep. taken care of first.
0: That is not a done deal.
1: They better not fuck that up, man. For real. Yep. People don't even think about that, but it's like if you lose things like that, if you lose those Do you know things.
0: How, dude, I don't think the people understand how big of a deal that NGA thing is.
1: Oh, well, I, w- I would guarantee that most people... It just an average person doesn't even realize that it's actually happening. Yeah, I would. I would be willing. You know, the to NGA,
0: the NGA has been in St. Louis for a long time. They've operated out of a small office building down by the brewery in mm-hmm. South St. Louis for a long, long time.
1: Yeah, like
0: actually, I think it was like a building built like in the 1880s. Yeah, way overgrown that place. I mean,
1: well, absolutely. I mean, with time, and I, I don't know
0: where I guess they I guess they have a big Washington office, and I I don't know where else they have big offices. Um, I don't know much about. I really honestly don't know much about it. That's a huge fucking deal. That NGA.
1: I just know it's huge because it's a bunch of jobs, government jobs, well-paying jobs, uh, brought into our city where they could have gone somewhere else. Yep. And to to mess that up is a mistake. Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. And I and I just I don't know, man. I I hope they we can talk about
0: NGA next time because I kind of want to be read about it. Like I I I read a lot about city county stuff, so I, I could talk about it because I'm just not that familiar with it. What I have been reading um, is a book called Gangs of St. Louis. Oh, my
1: God. I, okay. All right. If I, I, I'll show you this afterwards, but I had it in my phone because I saw something about a post you put either on Facebook or on uh, a, a fan page that you and I are on, uh, something about gangs in New York or ga- uh, Gangs of St. Louis, and I was like, that book sounds great, because one, I'm obsessed with mob stuff. Like I've seen Goodfellas probably 150 times. Me too. I've watched Boardwalk Empire the entire thing three times. I've seen Sopranos the entire thing three times. Yeah. Like, I'm a weirdo. I love I that shit. So, okay. Sorry to take your spotlight. Say the talk, talk about this Gangs of St. Louis thing. Between 1918
0: and 1931, basically Prohibition. Mm-hmm. Shit was
1: fucked up. Sure. It's Boardwalk Empire if anybody's ever seen it. You... Want to talk about? I mean,
0: straight up murders in the middle of the street in the middle of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Witness and you know people who got shot to survive saying, "I'm not saying anything."
1: Why would you? Nobody's going to protect you. Not M- back then, man.
0: Not back then. Didn't realize how much shit was going on over here in Illinois. Really? Yeah. I don't know how long. I don't know how long it would take back in the day to go from from downtown St. Louis, uh-huh. basically the north side of St. Louis, to Edwardsville. Right now, it's about 25 minutes. All right. Tops. But like in an old Studebaker or yeah. Chrysler. from take, that, your,
1: take you a minute. Right, take, take you a minute. minute. Yeah.
0: If you have not read the Gangs of St. Louis.
1: So who, does it, who is it focusing on? Is it there's, focusing on? So st-
0: there's, there's, there were four. It starts out with several different groups. One is called the Cuckoo Gang. Okay. The Cuckoo Gang was a team that uh, baseball players in Soulard. Okay. And that's how this thing started.
1: Okay.
0: There are the Green Ones, which is another gang. Okay. The...
1: Irish, I'm guessing.
0: Egan's... No, everybody's Sicilian. Sicilian. Everybody's Sicilian. Okay. Egan's Rats. Um, who else?
1: And they're just spread out amongst Sular, or they're spread out amongst St. Louis?
0: Mostly St. Louis. So um, one of them has that... Their, their main hideout is a bar in Lima. yeah there's uh a lot of car street okay which still exists today some of the streets you know that you read about don't exist right um it's focused like around soulard mostly around downtown mm-hmm. within da- the, the downtown area yeah but just the brutal murders
1: yeah brutal. oh they didn't fuck around man <laughs> and they killed fucking everybody for just anything everybody for anything yeah
0: but it still does, I mean, it doesn't equate to the amount of murders that happen in the city now. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's just the way it all Back
1: happened. Back then, though, it was actually scarier
0: than it and is then, now. And then they read about, you know, and then I'm kind of, I'm almost done with the book, but the, about halfway through the book is when they introduce the Tommy guns. And oh, those yeah. are those, those things that hold a hundred rounds.
1: Mm-hmm. Public of, Enemy. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy stuff. That was the initial, like, thing that people made thought of gangsters, was the Tommy gun. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah. And whenever I think of a gangster, it's the first thing you think of. That 1920s Tommy Gunn type of... They
0: were pushing heroin and opioids back then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's how they got people hooked, man. I like Board... Have you ever seen Boardwalk Empire?
0: I got bored with it after a couple of seasons.
1: Yeah, the last couple of seasons kind of have an issue. Yeah. I mean, they just kind of trail off and they kind of got lost. Um,
0: now, I'm a Sopranos aficionado.
1: Love Sopranos. Sopranos is great. So good. Mike, my, my, my like, I love Breaking Bad and The Sopranos. Yeah, I
0: never saw an episode of Breaking Bad
1: either. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, man, you got to watch that for real. Like, yeah. no bullshit. Like, okay, so, like, to me, I've always said Breaking Bad has a real slow start. Like, mm-hmm. the first couple episodes, you're like, what the fuck? After you get into it, though, like, a couple episodes, yeah, I'm not kidding. Like, it, I know. you won't be able to turn it off. So you have to dedicate yourself to it because... Um, you will with netflix nowadays how you can just literally binge watch shit man. yeah like breaking bad is fantastic we're watching a new show right now called uh mad dogs and it's Tim? on amazon prime uh and it was only on for one season which sucks but speaking of sopranos it has christopher oh and it, it has uh michael imperioli yeah He's in it. Christopher. Yeah. It has uh, Michael Imperioli. Michael Imperioli. It has Romani Malco, I think is his name. He was in, like, Weeds. He was in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah. Um, He's in it. And then uh, Steve Zahn. Do you remember Steve Zahn from, like, National Security? All the Martin Lawrence movies back in the early 2000s. Steve
0: Zahn is also one of my favorite movies uh, in...
1: Happy Texas? No,
0: him and Jack Black. And, um... God... Uh...
1: What the hell? Now you're going to make me want to look it up.
0: Saving Silverman. And Silverman, Silverman. is... Oh, uh, and it's uh, Not Stifler. Who's the main character of, of American Pie? Jason Biggs. Jason
1: Biggs. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, totally random note. We will get back to this. But Jason Biggs, did you know this? He was a huge cokehead. Huge. Like really? This is not an allegedly moment. I heard him on Dax Shepard's... I've mentioned it every podcast, but yeah. his podcast, Armchair Expert... He had him on there, and he always interviews these celebrities, and they just go like and in deep into shit. Because Dax used to be a huge drug addict, and Jason Biggs is like, man, there was a sad point in my life where like literally, I would be hiding from my wife in the bathroom just blowing rails, man. Really? Like he was literally so bad. He would drink three bottles of vodka in a day and just do coke. Like How's he not water- dead? God, I don't know, yeah. whatever you believe in, whatever higher power it is, I have no idea. Yeah. Like, he was telling these stories, and Dax is like, even for me, and I've smoked crystal meth, like, Dax is like, that's fucking crazy, man, like, that's nuts. Anyway, that's my Jason Biggs thing, but this Mad Dogs show, yeah. to get my ADD back to normal. Mad Dogs is about these guys, they go down to visit their, uh, their, their five people, I don't know the other couple characters' names, The main, uh, the one guy that you would know is Billy Zane from titanic the asshole guy from titanic right and he lives in belize and owns like a mcmansion down there like a three million dollar mansion and he he gets all these guys together they were friends in high school i guess and all that and uh they get together and he's like come on down to belize i'm gonna show you a great time blah blah and they come down and they're like you know they haven't seen each other in years and you know but they're still friends and they get down there and billy zane's like acting fucking odd. He's like, I'm leaving the house to you guys if something happens to me. And they're like, oh, what the fuck's going to happen to you, man? Like, you're 45 and riches, you know, Right. The fuck. So they're sitting there in this open concept home, which you know how, like, in, like, areas where it's warm all the time, like, your kitchen is literally you could walk from your pool into your kitchen. And, right. You know what I mean? Sure. So they're sitting there talking one night, and this guy in a cat mask, you have to envision it, like a mascot cat mask, walks in with a gun and blows Billy Zane's brains out in the very first episode, like 20 minutes in, oh in front goodness. of all these guys. And all of his buddies are like, what the, f-? you know, like, how would you react? You know what I mean? Yeah. And the guy's like, get me my boat and get me my money. And he just walks away. And the guys are like, what the f- is this guy talking about? So then you follow him on this path. We're only like five episodes in, but every episode finishes and you're like, dude, I want to watch the next one, but I have to go to bed. Right, it's good. What sucks? It's only got one episode. And I was reading about it last night. Like, why does it? Our one season. Our one season. And I was reading about it, and Amazon had told them they wanted to run it in a different direction for the second season. And the director was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to fucking do that." So then everybody backed out at the after, and they won't do it. So I I guess he says he finishes it. So hopefully it at least ends well. But Mad Dogs on Amazon Prime. That's my so over the week.
0: week, we watched um. Well, I showed Kelly the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. What'd you think? I, well, I'd already seen it, okay. and I thought it was awesome. And, she, yeah. and she's like, holy shit. Right? That's fucking crazy, which crazy. it is crazy. Have you seen Abducted in Plain Sight?
1: No, but I hear people keep telling me it's great. Lauren's brother, Jordan, loves it.
0: It should be called How Not to Be a Parent.
1: Really? So what's the setup? So where we talking? Family,
0: friend, 19, early 1970s.
1: Okay, so we're in the 70s. Okay, okay.
0: I don't want to give too much away because because okay. a lot of it will blow your mind when you watch it.
1: Okay. But if we're set in the 70s and someone's abducted, I know I, you don't want to give away too much. I'm trying to save you here.
0: Friendly neighborhood businessman. Uh, also, the, the father is also a businessman, so they become friends because they can talk business together. The wives don't really talk a whole lot because the wife, the, the wife of, the, of the abductor is kind of strange, okay. but he has kids and stuff come to find out that the the abductor becomes infatuated with a 9-year-old girl.
1: Jesus. Okay.
0: And just the shit that goes down.
1: Yeah. Abducted in plain sight. Yep. And it's on Netflix. And the way
0: the way he plays the mother and father against each other. Yeah. He's just a manipulator. Mm. And then like for instance. And this
1: is a true story. True story. Where did it happen at? Do you remember where the city was or like a northeast town or whatever, it always seems to happen no, in like northeast or... California. Oh shit! Okay.
0: I think I don't know.
1: Okay, I think I, I do remember. It up.
0: Yeah. For instance, um, up until the point she's abducted for six months, for six months prior, mm-hmm. the abductor slept in the same bed as little girl for six months, four nights a week.
1: And the other parents knew.
0: Yes, because this guy told them it was part of his therapy.
1: Oh, dude, that's so fucked up.
0: So fucked up. So wait, it wasn't California; it was Utah. No, Idaho.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: They're on Mormons.
1: Okay. God, that's fucked up, man. I, I, I like, even it's just, disturbing. Once you have kids, like any of that type of shit, just makes you so uncomfortable.
0: It's very disturbing.
1: So uncomfortable. It, it it really is like I can't even I can't even fathom behaving like that. That's because it's not fucking normal. It's not normal. It's sick. <laughs> it's, it's fucked up, man. Absolutely sick. So that's on Netflix. I'll have to check that yep, out. Check but that out. I, sure. You honestly like I know I I know I'm pressing it, but Breaking Bad. You have to watch it. I'll check it out. I've, I've really, heard it. I
0: and, and and I've heard it's very very good.
1: The acting is just so good too, man. Yeah. Like the storylines and the writing. It's just it's so good and so well put together.
0: Brian Cranston was—I mean, I, I believe it because he was so damn good in mm-hmm. Malcolm in the Middle.
1: Yeah, dude. He by the end of it, by the end of the show, if you don't believe he's fucking the guy, you're crazy, man. He's a—he, I know he's a badass. The transformation is is spectacular. <sighs> Do you watch that Game of Thrones? I don't watch it.
0: I'm not either. I, I tried. I'm not, not a Game of Thrones when, guy.
1: When we had Ensley, people were like, "Well, you're gonna be spending a lot of time at home, so maybe you should find a show and kind of latch onto it." and We were like, "Okay." And Lauren was like, well, we can give, you know, Game of Thrones a shot. And I was like, that's fine. You know, we'll give it a go. And I tried, man. I I, I pushed and I pushed for about four episodes. And I was just like, I don't fucking get it. Maybe it's a medieval thing. I yeah, don't know. I don't get it either. Like, you know, they're like the cousin fucking and brother sister yeah. screwing. And I'm like, yeah, Dude, this weird. isn't my bag, man.
0: <laughs> Dragons. And- a lot of things are my bag. Yeah. This is not my bag. Yeah,
1: I just can't get into it.
0: Uh, do you watch, do you still watch Walking Dead?
1: I watched the first like five seasons, yeah. and then when I figured out that literally every season was almost the same season, I kind of got burnt.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I'm, we're still in it for some reason, but
1: it, now you're in it after what's his face goes. Yeah, he's gone now, right?
0: He's gone, but he's gonna, but there's going to be a, there's going to be a, I think a four part mini series or movie about Wreck.
1: Okay, okay. I really enjoyed it when it was on the first couple of years. I was hooked dude oh yeah could not wait to watch it did you ever watch the fear of the walking dead or whatever that prequel yeah was? we
0: i've watched it my, uh, my wife watches it a lot i watch it i watch it sometimes
1: do you like it uh, yeah it's okay anytime they try to do that stuff like I, it's, only... getting,
0: it's getting a little bit better it's kind of it's kind of becoming its own show okay what i find hilarious is that, that i think the number one show in, in television is still criminal minds really let me check let me pull this up real quick
1: i hear people love that show criminal Minds. it's been on forever i've never seen it and uh, I know they got rid of their main character on there too at some point.
0: They've oh, they've gone yeah. through quite a rotation. There a few, was but, some
1: sort of shit between that guy and
0: but but Anthony LaPalia is still on there. Okay. And that's a CBS thing. It isn't is it? a CBS show.
1: Yeah. I I just can't get into uh, those. I don't know why. I tried to get into CSI, and I, I I couldn't get into that either. Which I'm actually intrigued by all that shit. I guess I just. The show portion of it or whatever. God, CSI doesn't do was me. so
0: good. Uh, Criminal Minds is not in the top 10. It's gone. Still watch. What's the l- number
1: one? Currently.
0: What's I want you to guess. It's on CBS.
1: Is it Big Bang Theory? No. Young Sheldon? No. CBS. It's God, not it, a sitcom. Dude, I don't watch any of that shit anymore. It's that's 60 minutes. It. Dude, that, that's going back to our politics talk earlier. That's all of what that is. That's what people were watching for. Top 10
0: programs last week are for the week of January 21st. So this is in between Super Bowl week. Okay. Uh, Number 10, Grey's Anatomy, which I don't know how anybody watches that show anymore. It's awful.
1: Lauren still watches it.
0: Chicago PD, FBI, which is a pretty good show. The Connors, which I didn't even know was still on. Uh, This is Us, Big Bang Theory, Chicago Fire, AGT Champions, Chicago Med, and 60
1: Minutes. God damn, the Chicago shows are Big. Big. I heard some crazy shit about that Chicago PD show though. They got rid of that Sophia Bush who is beautiful. Yeah, they got rid of her because she forced her way out of the contract. She said they treated her. They treated those people so shitty on the set that she wanted out. Like they would make them work in like eight degree weather in wet clothes, and they would just be like, "Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll figure it out." And people were like getting pneumonia and shit. She was talking about it on a podcast. It's crazy.
0: This might make you sick to your stomach. So this is cable network TV. Okay. Uh, number ten. Tucker Carlson tonight. Number nine, Hannity. Number eight, Tucker Carlson tonight. Six. Number uh six is tied. Uh Rachel Maddow with in last word with uh O'Donnell. Uh five, Hannity, four, Rachel Maddow. Three, Curse of Oak Island on History Channel, which I haven't I've never of heard one. of that. Two, Rachel Maddow, one, Rachel Maddow. <clears throat>
1: It just tells you the sign of the times. All then. It's just a sign of the times right now. People love watching that arguing ass shit. I can't stand it. So at our gym, at the gym I go to uh, down in Arnold, they have multiple TV set up and it literally goes ESPN, Fox Sports, CNN, uh, Fox News, MSNBC, and then a random like ABC, NBC, whatever affiliate. And uh, it's, the, it's the worst, man. Because like you'll be working out and you like look up for a second and it's like, You will have the same story being told by CNN and the same story being told by MSNBC and a totally different story being told by Fox News. And you're like, who the fuck do you trust anymore? Who do
0: you trust? Isn't this supposed to be the news? That's why I get stuff stuff from my Twitter feed and and judge for myself. God, you got to do all your own homework. You do. You absolutely have to. All right, here's a good one. Syndication Network TV top 10. Uh, Dateline Weekly number 10. Uh, number nine, Entertainment Tonight, number nine, or number eight, Wheel of Fortune weekend, number seven, Inside Edition, number six, Family Feud Weekend, number five, Big Bangs in syndication. Uh number four, Family Feud, number three, Jeopardy. Number two, Wheel of Fortune, and number one,
1: hmm.
0: Judge Judy.
1: There's, so, a reason,
0: there's a reason Judge Judy shineland makes forty seven million dollars a year.
1: Isn't that gross? How I mean, good that? for you, man. Good, good for, for you. you.
0: Good for you, Judge Judy. I don't
1: know. I just uh, I think the whole situation, like of what people watch on some of that shit, is just terrible. Like that just showed me that all people want to watch is reality TV and like game shows. That's all they want to watch.
0: Well, that's really that's all in syndication. It's just yeah. those game shows and shit like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, let's look
0: at the 2018 year review for the Nielsen. Race. I just don't
1: watch any of that shit, man. I don't watch. I really don't watch a lot of ABC, NBC, CBS, any of that. I just don't watch it. I watch all the Netflix stuff or Amazon. Hulu.
0: Uh, Top 10 telecasts of 2018. Uh, Number 10, AFC Divisional Playoff. Uh, Number 9, Roseanne. 8, Oscars. 7, College Football Championship. 6, Winter Olympics Opening Ceremony. 5, This Is Us. Uh, 4, NFC Playoff. 3, NFC Championship. 2, Super Bowl Post Game. Number 1, Super Bowl 52.
1: God, the NFL just owns it. All right. Here's Football the, in general. All right, here we go.
0: Here's the top ten regularly scheduled series. Uh number ten, Bull with um
1: Michael Weatherly, the guy from NCIS. Yeah. Antinozo, mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. I call him. Yeah. Uh
0: number nine, America's Got Talent. Eight the Good Doctor, which is a very good show. Really? Yeah. He's uh on the the uh, autism spectrum. Okay. Uh number seven, Manifest, also a good show.
1: That's about the lost plane? Yes. Okay
0: six young Sheldon, five this is us four ncis three big bang theory two sunday night football one roseanne
1: roseanne yep i i don't know man i just don't get it i don't get what people watch nowadays i don't get it either do you watch a lot of that crap or are you like me watch netflix and stuff like that i'm huge uh, on the netflix i'm the- big on the
0: netflix kelly um DVRs a lot of shows okay so any I, of those on that list most of them really yeah yeah criminal minds ncis all those cbs shows yeah bull good doctor um
1: i mean the good shows i just i never watched you
0: know it's still fucking hilarious hmm. modern family
1: yeah my mom and dad love modern family that's how i got introduced to it yeah
0: it's yeah. really 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 good
1: that's a really well written show yeah and good actors in it did you ever used to watch entourage I love
0: entourage. I love entourage. I was, I, was, I was also an entourage geek.
1: Yeah, I've seen them all a million times. I try to get Lauren to watch them, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it's cute," but
0: <laughs> this should always be the number one program watched every year.
1: You know, it is really <coughs> the best. The Masters. My I God. love it. Don't get me wrong; though, the PJ Championship kicked ass this year. It did kick ass. Saint Louis kicked ass. Unified for a minute.
0: They were unified for just for just one just Sunday a minute, afternoon. Man. Just one Sunday afternoon, everybody was just...
1: There to watch. Take it in. Did you go out there at all to the PGA? Yeah. I went there on uh, Saturday with my dad. It was one of the coolest things I've done with my dad probably in my life.
0: The amount of women wearing golf skirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: There's a lot of beautiful people in St. Louis. Hey, real quick, though, before we uh, master's out of here, I, did, I promised my uh, buddy Dan... Dan Fernandez, that I'd give him a shout out because he listens every week. Hi, Dan Fernandez. He's a great guy. He's a fellow TMA listener, and uh,
0: so you're an SNL guy. Mm-hmm. You remember there was a, um, it was the hot tub with oh, their yeah. friend Debbie Hernandez. Yes,
1: Debbie Hernandez. Yes. Is that the one with uh, it's
0: Will Ferrell Drew, and Rachel Dratch?
1: Is it Drew Barrymore? Is the other one with Jimmy Fallon? Is that so it is? So. Okay, yeah. Oh, in this just sitting hot, in the hot tub.
0: In the hot tub, with my friend Debbie Hernandez. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's a great one.
0: I love that. I one. love
1: that. Those were some great skits, man.
0: Those were very, very funny.
1: Yeah. Um, I've had a damn good time on this one too, Andy. this I get have. better and better. I just keep enjoying them. Good conversations, man. I love it.
0: We hope you enjoyed it as well. This is our fifth
1: episode, I believe. Yep, episode five.
0: So thank you very much for listening. Don't forget you can find us on the interwebs on tube number six at stlpodcast.com. You can also subscribe uh, to our lovely little podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And make sure you comment, like, subscribe, whatever you need to do. Make this your favorite podcast. Please. And make sure you let the world know that STL Happy Hour is your favorite favorite podcast. For Alpina, I'm Andy Hanselman. You've been listening to the STL Happy Hour podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network.